Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to Movies and Stuff for July 6th, 2017. I'm your host, Robert Yates. For those of you listening, uh, you might be kind of confused. I'm actually recording this early, early in the morning on July 7th. Um, I had some personal stuff going on, some things I needed to attend to, so I couldn't go and record at my normal recording time, but this is a daily show, and I'm pretty sure most of you listen to this on the day afterwards anyway, so nothing much will be changed for most of you listening to this in podcast form. I've got some news for you today, and I've uh, got some stuff we're going to talk about with movies that are coming out this weekend. There's a big one, most of you probably know about it, Spider-Man Homecoming, and there's one other one I want to talk to you about that I think could be interesting for those uh, viewers interested in maybe something a little more off the beaten path, something a little different. Uh, As always, if you want to be a part of the show, feel free to call into the show using the Anchor app. If you don't know what the Anchor app is, download it, play around with it. It's a really cool app. And then give us a call in to Movies and Stuff, the channel. Uh, Also give it a favorite, give it a follow if you really like it. Um, And then call into the show. Maybe you have a comment about what I talk about in this episode or previous episode. Maybe you just want to give some constructive criticism or some positive feedback. That's one way to do it. The other way to do it currently is to email email me over at the movies and stuff at gmail.com. That's the movies and stuff at gmail.com. So feel free to go there, look at anything. Uh, not look at anything, write anything you want. And again, I, I've said this on every every episode so far, but this is a new show, and I want this to be a show for you, not just for me. So if there's something you want, a topic maybe I should cover that you think uh, I haven't talked about, or a segment idea, or just anything, feel free to send me that stuff. All right, let's get into the movie news. <laughs> Our first news story, Spider-Man Homecoming director not confirmed yet for sequel. While the movie Spider-Man Homecoming hasn't even technically released yet, critical reviews for the movie are quite good, as we'll talk about a little later in the show. Uh, The movie is expected to do quite well in the coming weeks and months, but the movie director has yet to be confirmed for a sequel. Speaking with Entertainment Weekly, director John Watts had to say this, had this to say on the matter. For me, it's one movie at a time. I can't wait to see Infinity War because I know what they're doing, but I don't know the specifics. I feel like with Tom and with Spider-Man in this Marvel Universe, we're just scratching the surface of what we can do. End quote. Uh, For what it's worth, Spider-Man actor Tom Holland had this to say on the matter, quote, Watts is coming back for the next one. We can't do another Spider-Man movie without John Watts. End quote. Um... I would assume that John Watts is coming back based on all the positive reviews and the excitement surrounding this movie. Uh, That being said, I just want to point out that Marvel has a track record of firing directors who don't exactly line up with how they think things should go. The biggest example would be Edgar Wright, who was supposed to direct Ant-Man. Edgar Wright is a very talented director. He just did Baby Driver. Uh, Has very clear visions of what he wants to do with a movie. Uh, And he clashed with Marvel, and so they kind of fired him. Uh, Another example is Joss Whedon. Now, he did two movies with Marvel, and they kind of split and went their separate ways on very mutual terms. 
Um, but Joss Whedon has talked a lot about the struggles of making those first two Avengers movies and how Marvel wanted to do a lot of stuff that he didn't want, and he had to fight to keep stuff in the movie um, and kind of had to compromise with them a lot. And so if I had to guess, John Watts is probably going to be back for the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel, whatever that ends up being called. Um, but, you know, if he doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Marvel likes its directors, but it, more than its directors, it likes doing things a very specific way. Next up, Wonder Woman's audience skewed female and older. So there's an article over on ScreenRant.com that discussed a new study of the audience demographic for Wonder Woman that I kind of found really interesting, and I thought I'd share a few excerpts from that article with you. So here we go over on ScreenRant.com. So if you want to go read the full article, you can do that there. Uh, jumping in, while plenty of male movie fans came out to see Princess Diana's solo debut, they weren't the only group helping the film achieve success. Variety published the results of a new study focusing on the demographics of Wonder Woman's audience, and some interesting data has emerged. For one, the film has managed to become the only tentpole film to reach parity between male and female audiences, outshining even The Force Awakens, while the average superhero film featuring an audience that's 62% male, the even split between men and women is further proof that audiences will flock to films that represent them. Along with the increase in female audience members, the data also shows an above average amount of viewers over 50. As word of mouth spread for Wonder Woman, more and more older audience members came out. Likewise, there was an increase in families seeing the film and infrequent moviegoers, described as those who only see one to four films a year in theaters. All told, this data not only highlights Wonder Woman's appeal to a variety of audiences, but the film's rare ability to gain new viewers over time. While each new week of the film's release naturally saw a drop-off, the numbers show it was far less than a typical tentpole film. Even then, it was mostly a decrease of young male viewers, while other demographics began seeing the film more and more. So... I find this very fascinating. Uh, I know that uh, a lot's been made about how Wonder Woman has brought in a lot of female viewers and is about female empowerment, and uh, I have to agree with those things. Uh, I think Wonder Woman's been that way in the comics from the very beginning. Um, so I was glad to see that hold true with the movie and very glad for that narrative to show up. But what I find more interesting about this article is the discussion of older viewers, people over 50 going to see this movie, um, uh, families, more families going to see this movie than your average superhero movie, and also infrequent moviegoers choosing this as one of the few movies they go see. Um, I think that's very interesting. I think that speaks to Wonder Woman and its ability to be different than most other superhero movies. Um, it is a superhero movie, but it has managed to tell a story that doesn't feel like every other superhero movie. Uh, and I think that's Patty Jenkins, the director. I think a lot of credit has to go to her. And honestly, I have to uh, give credit to Warner Brothers. I know that Marvel... Um, has its very particular way of doing Marvel movies like we talked about in the previous segment um, and you can't knock them their movies are very very consistently good but here's what I'll say Warner Brothers has seemed to be more willing to let its directors have a little leeway with their movies if I had to wager a guess 
what this is going to mean for future DC movies, because Warner Brothers is the one making the DC movies, it's going to mean that we're going to see a greater disparity in the quality of DC movies. So we're going to have a lot more bad ones, and we're going to have a lot more good ones. And my guess is a lot of the really good DC movies will probably end up being better than just good. They'll end up being really good. And so you'll see a lot more fluctuation in the quality of DC movies, as opposed to Marvel's approach, which is a lot more steady. But there's very few Marvel movies, I think, that really reach the heights of something like Wonder Woman. There's a few. I'm, I'm going to give it to you, but I'd say Wonder Woman is definitely comparable to the top third of Marvel movies, and I think that, more than the woman empowerment storyline, I think that has to do with uh, the the audience and the different type of people coming out to this this movie. Don't get me wrong, the, the strong female character, the strong female audience, definitely part of the story, but it's not the whole story, right? We got older people, we got families... Um, I think it just goes to show the appeal of Wonder Woman and specifically the Wonder Woman movie. Alright, jumping into our final news story, Donald Trump has actually worked with Hans Gruber. Okay, so I don't. I, if you're running away, stop. I don't want this to get political. Uh, the show is not a political show. It's not going to be that. However, I found this really extremely funny and couldn't help but share it with you. Uh, I'm going to read it verbatim. This comes from over on avclub.com. I'm just going to read the article straight to you. Suggesting that this whole becoming a real estate mogul or reality TV star and ultimately ultimately the President of the United States thing, might have just been a cover to get his hands on the Nakatomi Corporation's bearer bonds, it turns out that Donald Trump was once business partners with Hans Gruber. As noted by New Yorker reporter Amos Posner, and reported on by German news outlet Deutschwelle, Hans Ulrich Gruber was a major part of Trump's mid-2000 plans to extend his empire of Trump Towers to Germany, presumably with the able assistance of Tony, Marco, Carl, and Franco. <laughs> and look, we know this Gruber, who was once the head of German steel conglomerate Thyssenkrupp, isn't the Alan Rickman character from Die Hard trading quips, humming Eau de Joy, and getting shot by guys with pistols duct taped to their backs. But given that Trump's inner circle currently includes a guy who helped make Suicide Squad and a member of the Darth Vader fan club, there's still something very amusing to us about Rickman's drolly iconic bad guy rolling up to a West Wing table right next to Scar from The Lion King, Lord Voldemort, and Mike Pence. So, um, as you can tell, the AV Club is not exactly a big fan of Donald Trump, but I just thought that was really funny. I thought I'd share it with you. Donald Trump has, in fact worked with Hans Gruber. <laughs> Alright, let's get to some quick hits to round out the news today. Jon Stewart has been tapped to host the Friday episode of SportsCenter. So, I'm recording this early in the morning on Friday, so later on today, Jon Stewart will be hosting SportsCenter. And apparently it won't just be news he's talking about, or I mean sports news, it'll be something else. I'm sure they have some shenanigans they're going to get up to. So if you like sports and you like Jon Stewart, make sure to watch that. Did you know they're making a reboot of The Grudge? Well, they are. Not only that, uh, director Nicholas Pesci, don't know who that is, but director Nicholas Pesci will be rewriting a draft of the script and directing the reboot. That's exciting news if you're a fan of The Grudge. I was not a fan of The Grudge. Um... 
just never floated my boat, but they're making a remake, it sounds like. So, good for you. Good for you if you like that. Um, <laughs> uh, will Samuel L. Jackson be back as Nick Fury anytime soon? Yes, he will be. You can see him in the next Avengers movie, Avengers Infinity War. But today, we got confirmation that not only will he be in that... He will also be in the upcoming Captain Marvel movie alongside Brie Larson. Uh, that's good news to me. I like Samuel Jackson. More Samuel L. Jackson is never a bad thing. Um, and rounding out our quick hits today, a bit of sad news. Stanley's wife, Joanne Lee, passed away today at the age of 93. A spokesperson for the family released the following statement, I can confirm the sad news that Joanne Lee passed away this morning quietly and surrounded by her family. The family asked that you please give them time to grieve and respect their privacy during this difficult time. Uh, some sad news about Stan Lee. Our prayers and wishes go out to you, Stan. Um, it's not easy. It's never easy losing a family member, especially someone like your wife. We'll be praying and thinking about you, buddy. All right, uh, up next, we're going to go over what's coming out in theaters this weekend. All right, so we've been doing this show for about a week now. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's been a lot for me. <laughs> um, and I've decided that Thursdays are going to be when we look at movies that are coming out this weekend. We, um, I think that's a this is a good time. This is when all the reviews have come in. Maybe you want to go out Friday night. You don't know what you want to see. Thursday, you listen to the show. Hey, new movie came out. Why don't I go see that? And of course, everybody should know it at this point. The trailers have been everywhere. News about it has been everywhere. The big movie coming out this weekend, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, I'm very excited for this movie, and trying not to overhype myself based on the reviews I'm seeing. Over on RottenTomatoes.com, uh, where they aggregate all the critical reviews, they have counted 168 critic reviews, and Spider-Man Homecoming has a 93%. That's a great, fantastic score. Uh, this is what they say as kind of their summary of what the critics think, the critics' consensus. Spider-Man Homecoming does whatever a second reboot can, delivering a colorful, fun adventure that fits snugly in the sprawling MCU without getting bogged down in franchise building. That sounds exactly like what I want from a Spider-Man movie at this point. Um, it's the third iteration of this character on screen, but that being said, it looks like and sounds like it could end up being the best incarnation of the character to date. Uh, very excited about this movie. I think it's going to be good. And honestly, I, I don't think I have to sell you on it. You know whether this is a movie for you or not. Um, and my guess is most of you are probably interested. Most of you are probably going to see it. Hey, and if you see it this weekend, please feel free to call into the show, write into the show, share your thoughts with me. And with all the listeners, we can have a nice discussion about how good, or not, maybe, depending on your opinion, uh, you think Spider-Man Homecoming is. So anyway, Spider-Man Homecoming coming out this weekend. Um, there's a lot of movies that get released every weekend, so I, do, I don't plan to go over all of them. But on a weekend like this, maybe Spider-Man isn't your cup of tea. Maybe you want something that's more a little bit of a, a thinking person's movie. Um, I got something for you. Something really, really weird. I'm not going to read you the plot. 
Um, I'm going to encourage you to go watch the trailer for it and then maybe go see it if it's your cup of tea. It's a movie called A Ghost Story. Over on Rotten Tomatoes, they have 51 critical reviews for it, and right now it's holding strong at 86%. That's a pretty good score. The critical consensus says a ghost story definitely manages its ambitious themes through an inventive, artful, and ultimately poignant exploration of love and loss. I have seen the trailer for this movie a couple of times, uh, over the past months in theaters, depending on what I've seen, um, it looks really, really interesting. Very different, very weird, definitely a movie that's off the beaten path, for sure. This is not Spider-Man Homecoming. This is not your normal action movie, your normal drama, your normal anything. It has someone walking around in a bed sheet as if they're a ghost. Um, and that sounds really bizarre and almost kind of stupid, but if you see the trailer, I encourage you to go on YouTube or something, look up the trailer for A Ghost Story. It actually, at the very least, looks different and looks very interesting to me. Maybe it's something that interests you too. Um, I don't know, uh, but it's out this weekend as well. Also, there's tons of movies that come out uh, in limited and wide release every weekend. I, again, not going to go over all of them, but I encourage you to go look stuff up. Sometimes uh, really good movies don't get released or don't get a lot of fanfare or advertisement uh, that may be playing at your local theaters. Uh, look them up. Uh, do a little research. Sometimes you find some stuff that really you like that not a lot of people know about um so you know give it a shot go look at stuff anyway those are the two movies i wanted to highlight spider-man homecoming of course but also a ghost story those two movies are movies that uh look very interesting um that i personally am going to try to see this weekend we'll see if i get to one or both of them That does it for today's episode of Movies and Stuff for July 6th, 2017. A bit of a shorter episode today. There wasn't as much news. Um, but, you know, some episodes are going to be like that. It's going to ebb. It's going to flow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be what it is. But we're here delivering you the news each and every day during the week. Um, I encourage you to tune in to tomorrow's episode. I have a guest that we're going to hopefully get on the show to interview and talk about. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I'm going out with this guest. Uh, I guess I can spoil it. Um, he's my brother. You'll get to, to hear him. He's not some movie producer or anything. I don't have connections like that. Um, but he's going, going with me tomorrow uh, afternoon. We're going to see Spider-Man Homecoming. And then we're going to come back and uh, we're going to discuss what we think about the movie. Uh, spoiler free, of course. Um, so as not to ruin things for you, the listener. But I'm going to bring you the movie news. going to bring you a special segment interview about Spider-Man Homecoming and our thoughts on the quality of that and how good it is and how it fits into the Marvel Universe. Uh, and we're also going to play um, the Top 5 game. We're going to talk about what I think the Top 5 movies in order are going to be over the weekend, which movies are going to make a lot of money, spoilers, 
Spider-Man Homecoming is going to be the number one pick there. Uh, I'd have to be an idiot not to think that that's going to be number one. But the other four in the top five spots is going to be very interesting. Uh, it's kind of a crapshoot, to be honest. So uh, we're going to predict those tomorrow. So I encourage you to listen into the show. Uh, tomorrow, I think, is going to be a much fuller, much more interesting episode than maybe today's was. Um, hopefully we get some good movie news, too. That being said... Uh, you can help be a part of the show tomorrow and any show anytime during the week uh, by calling into the show using the Anchor app. Uh, I encourage you to download that just because it's a really cool app. There's a lot of really cool people doing a lot of really cool shows. Um, but also because you can call into the show, be a part of it. Like I said throughout the uh, throughout today's episode, if you liked Spider-Man Homecoming, you go and see it, you want to talk about it, let me know your favorite parts of the movie, uh, what you thought was really cool. If you didn't like it... Um, Please also call into the show. Share it. Share it. Share everything. Just um, let me know what you think. Uh, be a part of the show. Also, if you're not, don't want to download an app, don't want to call into the show, that's fine. You can always reach out and uh, email me at the email address themoviesandstuff at gmail.com. Again, themoviesandstuff at gmail.com. Uh, I check that before each episode, uh, and I will try to work in your questions if that's a more comfortable way for you to be involved in the show. Um, and again, any way that you want to reach out and offer uh, maybe criticism or segment ideas or just some friendly encouragement um, all of that is welcome again this is a show not just for me it's a show for you um, and I really I really mean that I want it to be a show that you feel is your show um, that caters to what you want to hear as it relates to movies um, so anyway that again that has been movies and stuff for July 6th 2017. I will be back tomorrow with hopefully my brother, not hopefully, definitely, uh, we'll be back with my brother to talk some Spider-Man Homecoming and as always to bring you the news. Thank you so so much for being here, for being a part of the show and uh, for making the show what it is. Take it easy, everyone.